Welcome to the Thriving Authors Podcast, where we delve into all aspects of what it takes to get your dream book out of your heart, onto the page, and into the world, connecting with a wide audience of readers. I'm Dallas, and I don't just want you to be a published author. I want you to be a thriving author, confidently sharing your ideas, making an impact with your words, and owning your unique voice that deserves to be heard. I've spent the past two decades immersed in the publishing industry, building my career as a best-selling author of five books and counting. As a book coach, I have helped dozens of women birth their books and live their dreams. And here's what I know to be true. You deserve abundant creativity, a nurturing writing practice, and a supportive community that inspires and uplifts you through the ups and downs of the writing life. I want to help you write and publish your dream books that grow your audience, grow your business, and grow your legacy. On this podcast, you will find behind-the-scenes lessons from my own book writing and publishing journey interviews with successful published authors, and tips and advice you can start using today to move you forward in your writing life. You don't have to do this alone. Let's get started. Hello, hello, everybody. Thank you so much for being here. A new episode of Thriving Authors Podcast. And today is a very special episode dedicated to a very special person. Um, Happy birthday, Dad. I know he's listening because he listens to every one of my episodes. And um, I'm going to try to get through this episode without crying as I just talk a little bit about my dad and what he has meant to me as a writer and um, just how he's been so instrumental in my career and in just being able to find joy in the ups and downs of the creative life. He's my biggest role model for that and just having the dedication and the persistence um, to keep going. And um, my hope for all of you is that you all are able, you either have somebody already in your life like this, and if so, I want you to really be thinking about them during this episode, or if you are looking for someone in your life to be your cheerleader, I want you just to let yourself um, really own that desire and have some time and space to dream about that and what that might look like for you, because I consider myself extremely, extremely lucky that I have always had this amazing supportive role model in my life and my dad, who um, is a writer himself and has always just been so supportive and encouraging of my own writing dreams. And that is something that is so precious. And um, especially as I've grown up among other writers and grown older, and I've just, it's become so clear that um, it was really, really special that I always had that, especially from a parental figure, just really um, encouraging my writing. And so I, we all deserve to have somebody in our corner who is cheering us on, you know, who is there for us, through the highs and lows, through the um, rejection and the discouragement, and just who fully believes in us and always makes us feel um, so supported. And I know with my dad, um, Woody Woodburn, I have just always looked up to him so much. Some of my earliest memories are um, he would often write at our kitchen table. He, when I was little growing up, he was a sports columnist 
for our local newspaper. And he later went on to be a sports columnist at um, some different newspapers. And he now is um, a general interest columnist. And he also writes books, um, both fiction and nonfiction. And I just, he's always been my favorite writer. He's just so talented. He's he is very humble, um, but I will include some links in the show notes um, to his amazing writing. And he has won a ton of national awards for his writing. Um, and so I just grew up with this writer, you know, as my role model, this writer in the house. And he, some of my earliest memories are when he would let me um, type on his, he has um, a beautiful typewriter collection. And especially there's this one typewriter that was my great grandfather's was my my dad's grandfather's um I remember him letting me type on that and then also type on his computer his word processor and that was just so special I always felt like such a grown-up that he would let me use his magic machine um to type up my stories and um just some of my earliest memories of that and I also just feel really lucky that um I got to see a writer at work you know as, as a kid I got to really just be part of that and watch him working at the kitchen table and see his picture in the newspaper every week multiple times a week um and you know his books on our bookshelf with his name on them and it all just seemed it it was I think writing is always magical and books are so magical. Um, but it's almost like I got to peek behind the curtain a little bit and see this is something that you can actually do as, as possible. You can, you can do this. And especially my dad would always tell me that, you know, he really recognized my love of storytelling and, um, and was just always so encouraging of that. And I think as little kids, you know, so many of us, um, love stories and love books and love writing. And I'm sure right now you can think about some of your favorite books when you were a child. Um, and we want to invite you just to close your eyes for a minute and think about some of your favorite books that you love to read and reread. Um, I know personally, I loved Shel Silverstein's poetry collections. I loved the Boxcar Children. I loved Nancy Drew Mysteries. Um, so many just beautiful books that I remember getting lost in. And I was always aware because of my dad, he gave me this gift of realizing that somebody out there wrote them. That's actually something that you can do. Um, and so I want you to think back to when you were a child and, um, and just really think about some of your earliest memories of writing and reading and books. And um, if you want to even pause this for a minute and do a little bit of journaling around that, like what were some emotions that came up in you when you first fell in love with writing? Maybe you can remember some of the first pieces that you wrote. Maybe you had a particular character that you wrote about or a short story or a poem. For myself, I think of um, I wrote this story, The Cat and the Dog. I remember very vividly about a cat and a dog who became best friends. And I also wrote one called The Magic Eye about this dolphin with magical eyes that shone like rainbows. I'm sure you can remember some of your earliest writing and just how proud you felt when you were sitting down and putting pencil to paper and actually capturing those thoughts inside of your head and those words inside of your head and putting those down on paper. And I was incredibly fortunate 
that I had my dad there to read my stories and tell me they were wonderful, you know, and tell me to keep going and to keep trying and that he wanted to read more. And I think we all deserve someone like that in our life. And unfortunately, we not all of us have that person to cheer us on. Um, but even if you did not have that person growing up, you deserve that still today and you can still create that for yourself today. Um, and so I want you to, I'm going to have just a couple exercises for today um, in honor of my dad and the gifts that he's given me, but to try to um, help you maybe uncover some ingrained beliefs that you might have about your writing or about being a writer or making a career as an author and really try to uncover some of those. And then we're going to sit and look at those and examine them for truth and try to decide, are these beliefs that I want to continue carrying on with me in my life? Or are there newer beliefs that I want to carry with me instead? And are there people in my life already? Or are there people that I want to find to really cheer me on in my writing and be there to help me start to believe these new um, wonderful beliefs. So with thinking about ingrained beliefs that you have about making a career as a writer, I'll tell you some ingrained beliefs that I grew up with that I wish we all got to experience. But um, because of my dad being a writer, I witnessed every day that I could make a career as, an, as a writer. Being a writer is something you can do. Being a writer is something that people do. Being a writer is something I can make a career from. Um, also, because of my dad's real just encouragement of my writing, even from when I was in kindergarten, um, I always felt like my stories are, um, that they deserve to be told. My stories are interesting. My stories are funny. My stories are imaginative, um, that, you know, the stories in my head are worth telling. I think that's such an important belief for, for all of us to be able to hold close to our hearts, because I, I believe so deeply that you have stories inside of you that nobody else does. And if you don't tell your stories, um, they won't be told they'll be lost. And so it's just, it's so, so important to just know deep inside of you, the worth, the just deep, profound worth of, of your stories. Um, some other beliefs, some other ingrained beliefs that I have about making a career as a writer is that um, it can be fun. It can be really fun to be a writer. Um, that is something that um, you can dedicate yourself to. I talked about watching my dad write at the kitchen table um, and just watching his dedication. And one thing I also love about my dad is he's just always learning. He's always growing. He's always reading. Um, he's always striving to become better. And um, just, I think witnessing that in him also just taught me um, that I, you know, I want to be that way too, always continually learning and um, trying to push myself to try new things and, and take risks. Um, some other, you know, beliefs that, that I have learned, um, from watching my dad and then that he has, you know, taught me from his encouragement and just support of my writing is, um, 
that, you know, persistence really is the name of the game. And um, when it's really about believing in yourself. And if I just, if I keep trying, if I don't give up, good things are going to happen eventually. Um, I'm going to get where I want to be eventually. One step forward, you know, keep moving forward. Um, That every no that I get is one step closer to a yes. So think about some of these beliefs that I've shared, and are there any of these that really um, bring true to you? Are there any that really speak to your heart that you would like to borrow and to try on and um, to see how they feel for you? So you might take a moment and write down, you can pause this um, and write down any of these beliefs that... um, that just speak to your heart and maybe they don't really feel comfortable yet believing fully. Maybe, maybe the idea of, um, you know, I can make a living as a writer and it can be fun. Maybe that just feels so far away right now that you can even add a little phrase, like I'm on my way to believing that I can make a career as a writer and it can be fun. Or, um, you know, I'm on my way to believing that my writing has has value and worth just inherently because I am writing it. So think about think about what beliefs you most would would be most um, transformative for you and for your writing practice and for how your writing feels. I know I come back myself a lot to just the the fun and the joy in writing. When I think about myself as a little girl and how much joy I found just in putting pen to paper and expressing my stories and sharing them with others. And the way I watch my, my daughter now, she's three and she loves telling stories and sharing her stories. And, um, you know, I think I'm glad that I, I learned so much as a writer and I have more of an editorial sense now. And I think I can be more, you know, critical of my writing, especially my first drafts, but there is still that little girl inside of me that is just so overjoyed and grateful to get the opportunity to tell my stories and just the sense, I mean, do you feel this friends, the sense of when you write something and you read it over and you just feel so proud of yourself, you know, you're like, I created that. I just wrote that there was nothing on that page. It was blank. And I just created that entire character or world or story or situation or memory um, it's like alchemy, you know, you create something so beautiful and meaningful out of nothing with the blank page. So, um, so I want you to think about, you know, what are some, some new beliefs that would be really beautiful to bring into your writing career. And I also want you to think about those ingrained beliefs that you have already right now within you. So again, sorry, I'm going to take a sip of water real quick. You might think about some of your earliest experiences with writing, and in particular, your earliest experiences with welcoming others into your writing practice. And maybe there were people who were not super supportive um, about your writing. Some common ingrained beliefs that I help my clients work through that they have deep inside about making a career as a writer or being a writer or becoming an author are, and these can come from actual people who told this to you, or also I think some of these beliefs were just sort of steeped in them in our, in our society, um, about that it's very hard to be a writer. And we've talked about this before. I'm not saying that it's easy 
to be a writer, if it was easy to write a book, everybody would be doing it all the time. It's challenging, but it's also so rewarding. And I think so many of us just have this ingrained belief that we have to, you know, just like wrestle this book out of ourselves. That it has to be just so hard and painful. You know, is that an ingrained belief that you have? Do you have an ingrained belief that you can't actually make a living as a writer? Maybe you had someone who told you you had to be practical, pick a different career path. Um, maybe you had teachers in the past who um, were marking up your writing with red pen, making you feel like you weren't good at writing or you didn't understand certain aspects of writing or your grammar wasn't good or things like that. I want you to write down all of these beliefs that come up for you around your early memories of writing. I want you just to get them out there on the paper. And sometimes we don't even realize these beliefs that we're carrying around until we actually, you know, write them down on the paper. Sometimes it's surprising to see what beliefs come out of us. And then we read it on the paper and we think, wow, I didn't even realize I was, you know, thinking that. And I want to share a story with you about an experience in my life. When I was young, when I was in fourth grade, we had a state writing test that um, all the fourth graders took. And it was an essay test, like a personal essay test. They had a a prompt and ours was something about like your, your favorite place, your favorite place to be or something like that. And I wrote an essay about traveling to see my grandparents who lived about five or six hours away from us and all the fun that I had with them. And I was, I was pretty confident in my writing at this time. Like, like I mentioned, my dad was super supportive. My my mom was, and I had teachers who were really supportive of my writing. I loved to write. I did it all the time. And so I was really surprised when the results of this exam came back and um, the teacher gave everybody else their exams back and then kind of pulled me aside um, And I think I had to stay after class and I learned that I had failed this writing exam. And um, it was because it was some, I think, frankly, very silly reason of like, I hadn't restated the prompt exactly in the first sentence. So then they just didn't even read or grade the rest of my essay. Um, But just the way that my dad, that my parents handled the situation was so, um, just amazing. I mean, especially looking back and being a parent now, they were, they were just totally on my side. Um, they were just completely, um, encouraging and complimentary of my writing and my essay. And they told me that, um, I was a wonderful writer and, you know, that I should not have failed to fail this. And I tried my best and that was what really mattered. And they were so proud of me for being creative and trying to start the essay in a creative way. And, all of these things. And um, so I think that experience could have really knocked down some children, you know, some other people, especially if they didn't have those the, the cheerleaders there to really kind of, I was so lucky to have my cheerleader to build me back up again. And um, so it really was something that didn't rock my confidence very much as a writer. I thought, well, you know, maybe they just got it wrong <laughs> instead of feeling like I got it wrong, you know? And um, So that's what I hope for all of you too, that even if you didn't have that experience when you were a child, that you can um, be that cheerleader for yourself. So, you know, 
when you get a rejection, we all, I get rejections all the time, um, that you can learn from that rejection and think about, okay, is there something I can use from this to make my writing better? But sometimes when you just really believe in your work and if the rejection for whatever reason doesn't resonate with your heart, like if it just seems like they didn't really get it, what you were trying to do, sometimes it is about thinking, you know, I think they got it wrong this time. I think I have it right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep trying. I'm going to keep moving forward. And sometimes when we have a hard time telling ourselves that, that's why it's so important to have those cheerleaders who are there to encourage us along and to keep us going. So once you have those ingrained beliefs written down, you can really look through them with um, just kind of a a clear mind and um, just kind of a fresh perspective to see which one of these, imagine that you have this suitcase or this backpack that you're filling back up with beliefs that you want to take with you into the future as, as a writer. Are there any of these ingrained beliefs that you want to leave behind that maybe you want to say, I don't need to carry this belief with me anymore. (laughs) Are there any that are more positive or that have been useful for you that you do want to carry with you. Maybe there are some you want to make a little bit of tweaks to, you want to change a little bit. You want to adapt for this new season, this new, um, this writer that you are today. And then think about, we talked earlier about some new beliefs that you want to take with you or that you want to borrow and try on. I want you to put those on your list too. Put those inside of your backpack or your suitcase to carry with you into the future. And this is something that I encourage you to try doing. I like to do it every six months or every year or so, just to really kind of brain dump about what beliefs I'm bringing to my writing sessions. You know, every single time I sit down to write, what are the beliefs that I have um, kind of in the background about what it's like to make a career as a writer or about my writing or about, you know, myself as an author? What's kind of that background noise? Um, and just put that onto the page and kind of sift through it and decide, you know, because we don't have to carry all of those with us. We don't have to hold on to them. Um, we can set some aside and, and decide that we want to move on without those beliefs. And um, like I said, I think sometimes it can be hard to do it on our own. And that's why it's so important to find those cheerleaders and to have that community. And so I've mentioned before, if you're looking for a supportive and nurturing writing community, I welcome you to join us in my free Facebook community. It's um, Book Breakthrough Community on Facebook. I would love for you to join us there. Um, And then also you just might think in your life, is is there someone that maybe you haven't shared as much about your writing with, but who you feel comfortable or safe would be a person that like would be a cheerleader for you. Um, or if you don't really have that person in your life for your writing, I would encourage you just to write um, a letter to that future person that you're trying to bring into your life. You know, what would you love to have as, um, you know, the, a support system for your writing? What are you looking for as far as a cheerleader? Um, for me with my dad, he is someone who I know um, is, is just a wonderful balance of, I know he gives me, um, I can trust him to give me such honest feedback about my writing um, and just encourage, encourage me to, you know, become better. And um, he's just always so great at providing insights and, um, and asking questions, you know, to help me make my, my stories 
um, even more powerful than the first drafts on the page. Um, but like underneath all of that, though, I also know that he is just so proud of me. And so um, that he just loves my writing and is my biggest fan. Um, he reads everything that I, that I publish. He texts me favorite lines of my writing when he's reading it. Um, he recommends books to me that he thinks that I would love. He listens to all of my podcasts and my interviews and tells me how much he enjoys them and his little nuggets he gets from them. And he just always um, just lets me know that he believes in me and that he's so proud of me. And I feel like he really understands how hard it can be, you know, to make a career in a creative field. I mentioned, you know, it doesn't have to be hard. And I think there is so much joy to be found in it and so much fun to be found in it, but also it can be, you know, there are emotional ups and downs and, um, it takes a lot of perseverance and dedication. And I just feel like he totally gets that. Um, and is there, if I'm having a down day, you know, I can text him like, Oh, I got another rejection. And he'll say, you know, Oh, I'm sorry. You know, I know that's so hard, but maybe the next one will be a yes. Like keep, you know, keep going. I, I believe in you. And I think sometimes just getting those words, like keep going. I believe in you, um, just mean everything, you know? So, um, I would just love you to think about what are your dreams for a cheerleader in your life. And maybe it's somebody that you already know. Maybe it's somebody that's going to come into your life soon. Um, but I think once we just are writing down those desires and what we're looking for, it, it just really helps us um, become better cheerleaders for ourselves as well. So, um, and if, if you are looking for a cheerleader in your life as well, I mean, that's a, a huge thing that I love doing for my clients as a book coach. I, I see myself as mostly cheerleader, a, a small percent of, um, you know, doing some gentle kick in the pants, uh, accountability, but I really see most of my, of my job as a book coach is really being that encouraging, supportive, nurturing presence for my clients. Um, so I'm currently all booked up right now with my Thriving Authors Academy and with my one-on-one um, -on -one clients. But um, if this is something that resonates with you and that you're looking for that cheerleader, you can always um, send me a direct message on Facebook or Instagram at Dallas Woodburn Author. And I would love to send you back some words of encouragement, some affirmation. And if you ever would want to hop on a little call with me that I can get to know you and learn about your writing. And I can let you know when I have um, some spots open up, if you would like to, you know, have me be your official cheerleader, um, you know, for, for six months in that kind of capacity. So you can always let me know about that. But like I said, I love being um, kind of an unofficial cheerleader and sending affirmations and words of encouragement. Um, so you can always send me a message on Facebook or Instagram asking for a little bit of extra encouragement or love, especially if you're having um, a hard a hard week as we all do with our writing. So um, I just wanted to, again... Um, Wish a happy birthday to my dad. Dad, I know you're listening right now because you listen to all of my episodes. Um, and I'm just so eternally grateful for you. And um, I don't think I would have known that I could be a writer like this um, if not for you and your support and just helping me see what's possible 
and just being there, you know, every step of the way, um, just with, with everything that I've done, every book that I've published, like, I just feel like you've been there beside me. Um, and it's such a special gift to have you. So, um, thank you all for listening. I've just loved talking straight to you from my heart, um, this episode, and I would love to hear your biggest takeaways. Um, you can always share with me, tag me on Facebook or Instagram. Um, I always love to hear takeaways. And also if you want to share with me, what is your biggest belief that you are either shifting or bringing with you into, um, your career as a writer with intention? Okay, everybody, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Thanks for spending time with me today. Please hit that subscribe button so you'll never miss an episode. And I would love for you to join me in my free Facebook group. It's called Book Breakthrough Community, and it's full of other heart-centered writers sharing resources and supporting each other. We discuss the podcast episodes. I regularly go live with free challenges, and you may even meet your new writing partner to swap pages with. Join us on Facebook at Book Breakthrough Community, and you can always reach out to me personally at Dallas Woodburn Author on Facebook and Instagram. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast and your ideas for new episodes. Until next time, happy writing. Happy writing.